0: Welcome to CFOs in Motion, presented by CFO Intelligence, with your host, Andrew Zizes. Dynamic and direct one-on-one interviews with CFOs and executives from enterprise and middle market companies. And now, here's your host, Andrew Zizes.
1: Hello, and welcome to CFOs in Motion, where we bring you interviews with accomplished and insightful CFOs at middle market and enterprise companies. I'm your host, Andrew Zizas. Today we have with us Albert Kamick, Chief Financial Officer at Delta Automotive Transport, located in Boundbrook, New Jersey. Albert has, has over 25 years experience in the finance and operations world. He's a certified public accountant and also has an MBA degree in management from Fairleigh Dickinson University. Albert was a CPA in Asia, being a former member of the Philippine Institute of CPAs and internal auditors. His background includes working abroad in Asia and in the Middle East. Prior to joining Delta for over a decade, Albert served as CFO for several companies in the food and restaurant industry. He left the corporate world in 2015 and exercised his entrepreneurial skills and opened two franchise food retail businesses. After setting those two businesses in motion in 2017, Albert came back to the corporate world and now leads finance at Delta Auto Transport. Albert is married with two children. Ladies and gentlemen, please permit me to introduce you to a dynamic CFO, a founding member of CFO Intelligence, and most importantly, my friend, Albert Kamek. Albert, it's so nice to have you here. Welcome and thanks for joining me on CFOs in Motion.
2: Thanks, Andy, for that nice intro. Really glad to be here. Well, Andy, thank you also for being making me part of the CFO in Motion Video Podcast. We've known each other for quite some time and I do really appreciate the friendship. I still remember, Andy, you stopped by on one of my Froyer shop and we had a nice chat over a delicious cup of frozen yogurt. You remember that, right? I remember and I'm, and I'm glad that we did that and I'm glad that we've known each other for so long. And I'm so happy that you're joining us today. Well, thank, thank you. Um, Andy, I want to congratulate you on this new venture, CFO Intelligence. Wow, the name speaks for itself. I think it's a great idea, and I'm very excited and truly honored to be one of its founding members. Look forward to future meetings, events, and forums, just like in the past. Well, thanks, thanks Albert. This is going to be a
1: great discussion, too. So let's jump right in. Um, Tell me, who is Delta Automotive Transport, and what services does the company provide, and who does it provide those services to?
2: Well, I'll make it simple. I'm a simple guy, Delta Auto Transport. We transport automobiles from one place to another. It could be one, two, or even 10 cars all at the same time. It could be 15 miles or 6,000 miles. We were founded back in 1999 by one individual who from his humble beginning used to be a truck driver. Andy, you met him. He's a very dynamic individual. Um, He found his specific niche into this industry, grew his company over the years. We now have a fleet of over 150 specialized auto transporters, including heavy duty tow trucks. Andy, we have the latest technology in terms of electronic log device, GPS, onboard camera and scanning devices. We are also EDI compliant. We have two subsidiaries, a heavy towing company, and is complemented by a truck service center. Employee count now is about 175 in New Jersey, Maryland, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, and just recently, Michigan. We're expanding. So Albert, given your extensive background in the food industry, I mean, going from food to auto transport, what drew you from there to here? Well, let me answer you this way. I always wanted to do something similar but on a different hmm. setting. Sounds mm-hmm. contradictory, right? You see, but, I find it exciting to use my skills into a new environment. We oftentimes hear the phrase, think outside the box," right? Well, bringing yeah. my expertise and applying it to different types of challenges or industry, I like that. I am really glad I got into this industry, that only I'm able to ut- utilize my skills, but I also learn new things. More importantly, Andy, I'm able to be in the new sets of values to the organization. At the end of the day, great CFOs will always excel, regardless of what the industry he or she is in. All right, so I've always
1: viewed you as a great CFO. Let's talk about, from a CFO's perspective, how the recent last couple of years affected Delta's business. What kind of challenges did the company experience during the
2: pandemic? Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only CFO you, you spoke with regarding the impact of the pandemic, okay? Uh, we, we, right. Of course, we were impacted negatively. I th- We are all interconnected. See, our business relies on the availability of finished goods. That is automobiles, right? So when the auto manufacturers and car dealers slow down, we slow down too. See, no one prepared us for this, but we all learned on the job on how to deal with the pandemic. And of course we all did. The good news was our company stayed afloat. We were there when our customers needed us to deliver and we did. Well, Andy, I don't mean to dwell so much on this, but our way of life chains, conducting business chains, working from home is not normal, right? Right. Andy, we used to to handshake. Now doing a fist or an elbow is acceptable. I think it's cool. I would like to get past that, but move forward, but never forget what we learned from it. Yep, yep. So how's business now? Well, Andy, we are back. We are hiring, we're investing, we're gaining market share. Very exciting about the future. New challenges, but very positive. As the auto industry continues to come back and stabilize, we are too. Our company as always is ready and prepared. When our customers call upon us, we are, we're always there. We, they can be certain that they can, be, they can rely on us.
1: So talk to me about global supply chain challenges. I, I, we've, we've heard that uh, semiconductor chip uh, supply chain has been challenged and that's affected the auto industry. You're in the automotive transport business. How have chips and supply chain issues affected your company and your industry?
2: Well, the very popular phrase, Andy, just-in-time inventory management, right? Right. I, at least for our own business, it does not apply so much. And, and, and I'll give you some example. Tires, brake pads, these are key items we need. Now it takes longer to obtain. So to combat the issue and ensure that our trucks are available when needed, we now have to keep considerable amount of, those items from our inventory of course tying up working capital getting brand new trucks now you have to wait i believe 6 to 12 months if you can find them so like i said these global chains challenges we're all interrelated we're we're affected by it so talk to me
1: about one of the other evolutions in the auto industry and how it's affecting your business the the move from fossil fuel vehicles to electric vehicles? And and maybe you can tie into that what we've been experiencing in the rapid run-up in the cost of uh, gas and
2: diesel fuel. Sure. Well, it's a very interesting question, Andy. And here's my take on this, at least for our business, right? Regardless it be a gas-powered car or electric-driven vehicle, the law of supply and demand still applies. The more demand, the more cars. The more cars, the more we have a business and of course it's vice versa however the impact of this evolution to our business is in terms of you know the methodology of handling the cars itself generally electric cars are heavier than the gas powered cars of course the same class we are bound by safety rules and regulation in other words as an example a car carrier can usually load nine cars with the electric we can only load perhaps seven or eight due to its weight However, we still have to drive to the same miles, to, to the same destination, right? So the, right. the effect would be, we're going to be charging a little bit more on the, you know, having on the higher car. Hmm. During cold months, that battery is differently addressed. You, you can't just jump it, you ha- it has to be charged. Well, at the end, uh, and the our company move cars regardless of how it is powered, but I think andy on a larger scale the bigger question is will truck drivers be replaced by the automated technology some experts say that over time driverless trucks will revolutionize the shipping market in a way you know that will benefit the shippers but likely eliminate most of the 3.5 million truck drivers jobs in america oh hold on let's not forget self driving cars right or even mm. flying cars in the future that's the bigger topic we will but we will not attempt to to talk about it now right right that's that's another conversation for another discussion (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) so okay so i get that so fuel move to electric vehicles you're still delta auto transport will continue to move vehicles no matter what kind of vehicles they are um what other challenges what specific challenges is the company facing or or maybe expanded to your industry Challenges that are occurring today or that you're anticipating.
2: Well, Andy, Andy, this is not the reality, and we can talk about this all day. Put this in code: driver shortage. Right now, there's 81,000 drivers shortage all across the U.S., up 32% from just three years ago. See, right. there is not much new drivers coming into the pool. The ratio of old drivers retiring... Is higher than the new drivers coming in, and it's an issue. So what are the factors? Why? You know, compensation. They can find better gig out there making the same or more money. I think quality of life plays a major role. Drivers Mm. want to be home more. It's an issue. We go through this in our company. The good news is, you know, our management was proactive. We planned and addressed this before. You know, on the compensation side, we put in a better compensation plan for our drivers. Of course, with parameters like safety, adherence to policy, et cetera, we offer better benefits as compared to other car or competitors, you know, making it more probable that, that they're home more. You know, we have drivers, Andy, who left but came back. It's an issue across the board, and I think to solve it, and again, it's a much, much bigger issue, improve the overall culture, maybe providing shorter routes, have driver come home? I just pay. It all boils down to you know quality of life and economics.
1: So, Delta Auto Transport is a company that obviously takes very good care of its employees and seeks to maintain a good culture and a profitable business. How does all that tie in with what we're all experiencing now? The I word
2: inflation how well, is that affecting your industry you know Andy it's funny there is no better time to talk about this but now right as we all right. know even before the event in Europe that is happening which is which is sad okay gas prices has been creeping up keep creeping up inflation now eight percent highest in 40 years well all other items using the transport business or day to-day has gone up. Well, as the CFO, my job is to alleviate the impact to our bottom line. You know, we've been reaching to our customers to improve the top line, meaning asking for a price increase, quicker payment terms. More importantly, monitoring, managing controllable expenses. And fortunately, certain expenses such like, uh, you know, track insurance, health insurance, benefits, they continue to rise year after year. The CFO's job is to keep everything afloat, keeping it together with the stakeholders in mind, ownership, employees, and our customer. And this is a very good example of how the role of a CFO has evolved so much, touching mm. every facet of the business. And you've been at it for, for quite some
1: time and you're obviously very good at it.
2: Well, try you know. Talk
1: to me, <laughs> talk to me about the, the current environment in the broader sense, um, because Delta Auto Transport is in a couple of different niches but at the end of the day, it's also a trucking company. And with the constraints we've seen on, on driver supply and so on, what do you anticipate for the future of the trucking industry as, as, a, as
2: a bigger picture? Well, I always believe that we will find a way. We will discover new efficiencies. We will be more flexible. You know, CFO should be applied like a bamboo. You know, we glide, we adapt through changing times. This environment today, Andy, is like a seminar. We will all model with it and learn from it. As long as consumer-packed goods are needed by the consumer, the tracking industry will always remain, even with the most advanced technology out there.
1: So, Albert, you were previously the CFO of a large international publicly-held company, uh, Mitsui Foods. Big change from large global company to small privately-held company. I'll ask you the same question about the difference in industries. You know, you went from large food global international company. You've been involved in retail franch- retail food franchises.
2: What's it like to make a jump from very very big to very small private? Well, no. Before I joined that large international company and it was public, I was the CFO of uh, you know medium sized firm. So. My experience basically runs through small, medium, and large entities, right? So, But at the end of the day, every company needs someone who will, number one, you know, plan all financial activities using passive banks and applying it for future needs, right? Someone who will make sure that the company does not get in trouble, you know, you know, negotiate with banks, suppliers, customers, direct or indirectly, doing strategic planning with the CFO of the president, you know, helping shape the future of a company. I did not find much difference. Yes, in terms of reporting it's different, but the main gist of being a CFO is similar. Same goals, responsibilities. However, you know what? I find it more interesting being in a smaller company. You may not have all the resources you, you have like in a larger firm, but you know what? You are closer to the action and that's what makes it more excited.
1: Wow, that's a very interesting perspective. So you at a large company, you have a lot of resources, but in a small company, you're closer to the action. I like that, I like the the picture. So you went from large to small, you went from one industry to a completely different industry. Given what you've learned and your experiences, would you make the same move again?
2: uh, Absolutely, you know, um, I have no regrets, never been happier in my career. You see, keep in mind, numbers are numbers, right? It's the people that runs the numbers that are different. So,
1: so Albert, in, in wrapping up our discussion, because it's been very, very interesting perspective that you shared with us. We're always interested in sharing views of our CFO guests with others who are either up and coming CFOs who aspire to be CFOs, or who are CFOs considering the future of their of of their career. We you know what the next move is. What advice would you give to CFOs who are
2: considering making similar moves? Yeah, just three three little words. Just do it. Okay. See, challenges is what keeps me and most CFOs breathing. You know, you know, being close to the action feels good. Applying your skill set in a different environment and excelling, you know what is even better. So I say go for it. In. You
1: know? well, Albert, thank you very very much for joining us today and for sharing your views. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to learn more about Delta Auto Transport, visit www.deltaautotransport.com. Thank you very much for joining us today on CFOs in Motion. Albert, this has been great. Any any closing remarks before we say goodbye? Well,
2: Andy, this is so funny, and I thank you. Hopefully, your audience gets to know uh, Delta Auto Transport, and myself, too. Uh, keep us in mind should um, your need arises. Be safe. And let me let me leave you with this, my, my bicycle theory, right? Uh, so... Keep pedaling, otherwise we fall. Thank you. (laughs) That's
1: great, Albert. Thank you. It's been wonderful having you with us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. This is Andrew Zizis with Albert Kamek of Delta Auto Transport uh, and uh, saying, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you again next time.
0: Thanks for joining us on CFOs in Motion presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizes. If you have an interesting topic that you'd like us to discuss here on CFOs in Motion, or if you've got a great CFO topic that you're passionate about and would like to be interviewed on this podcast series or published in CFO Intelligence Magazine, visit cfointel.com. That's c f o i n t e l l . c o m dot Remember to subscribe to this podcast series on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been CFOs in Motion, presented by CFO Intelligence with your host, Andrew Zizes. We'll see you next time. The opinions and views presented on this podcast by Andrew Zizes are his own and may not be relied upon as fact. The opinions and views of others who appear on this show are their own as well and may not be relied upon as fact or for any other purpose. Opinions and views and other information are provided for general information and educational purposes only.